know, meditation, it saved my life, you know, just me coming at peace with myself. It is like a natural feeling for me. It's just like just a pure state of mind and me being my highest frequency, you know, the way you sum it all up. It's great, man. And like, uh, I love it because it just helped me go through a dark journey, you know, for anger, depression, anxiety, and fear. You know, it's a lot of things, a lot of trauma, PTSD that from my past, you know, and like, like just me coming at peace and just, you know, just facing that, just tuning in with self and just being proactive, you know, so. That's what I love about it. I know we talked about meditation a couple times, but I didn't know you had that type of love for it. You know, you just said some real powerful things just now, you know. And, uh, Word. I, did, I didn't know. I was kind of thrown off by it. We got to dig a little deeper on that. <laughs> I ain't know. Word, he, tried to, he just tried to casually go over it, talking about it changed my life, you know, put me on a higher frequency, period. No, no, no. You know what I'm saying? You ain't got to get into the, the <laughs> darkness of what you was at, but, like, just the, the necessary effects of, how and I know you would probably recommend it obviously for you know how you feel now but in terms of yeah. the difference the night and day like just go into like maybe like the the surface of what it was like before you meditated and how like even now you're just like damn I used okay. to okay for the most part before meditation it was uh, gaining more focus you know what I'm saying and, and, and it's tractable well Jimmy uh, well, you know we talk to us all the time you know like this is living this very distractible world you know from like work, family, media, you know, our problems, you know, and just, just way more things, you know, so like, that's me dealing with all of that stuff, you know, and off track a lot of times and just not really to my full potential. And I, that was like really before aspect, but as soon as I started with meditation, you know, just, I've just started being more in tune, just catching myself more, just uh, to constantly, constantly, you know, just being on point, me staying on track, just me being humble, you know, just me being way more focused. You know, we may alert on point on things. Kind of the, the J. Cole mode where I don't know how to, like, I guess, meditate the traditional way, like, being able to, like, sit there and being quiet, but it's, mm -hmm. like, finding that space and time or the day where it's just, like, I get lost in my own head where I'm not necessarily thinking of what to do next or what I could have did or didn't do, but just like that, all right, I'm here, you know? Everything is not as yeah. bad as it used to be. Things are gonna get better if that's uh, how I'm feeling at the moment. Just giving my myself that, uh, just that non-distractive, non-responsive. Because we, we live in a time in a, in a world where you know everyone feels like they gotta respond instantly. Except for Jimmy. You know what I'm saying? Jimmy, he's the only person who I know that don't be responsive. <laughs> um, <laughs> but as far as everyone else go, they feel like, oh, you know, if they hear that sound, like it's just something almost eerie now about hearing your phone ring where it's just like ah damn my phone's ringing ah damn like it just it just puts you sometimes in a space where it's like you just feel yeah. like you stop what you're doing and get to it not a lot of people, yeah yeah and not a lot of people give themselves a chance to pretty much not feel so obligated to be somewhere else you're at a meeting or you're you know with your friends or whatever but more times than not people have their phones just flat out on the table not like away and then I, I, was, I was pretty much reading how that shows that you're just not fully there that like if your phone were to ring or if there was a space in the conversation you know that you would pretty much look at your phone or answer it let's say you put it face down where you can't see the screen but you know it's still there so the minute that person goes to the bathroom or they you know the minute they get up for a second what do you do you check your phone so like meditation for me it just looks like being in a place of honestly basketball basketball is like my, my meditation where i think completely freely like it, it's not 
I'm not thinking about, damn, I got to go to work tomorrow. Damn, I got to do this. Damn, I got to finish that. Like, it's just that place of ultimate peace. You know, although, you know, teammates always frustrate me here and there. Um, <laughs> for the most part, <laughs> I, got a, I got a clear head out there. So, because um, the minute I step off or the minute the game is over or the minute I'm about to leave, that's when everything starts to come back. So it's like I'm floating on the court. And, you know, I'm in this uh, this place of complete bliss and, and just happiness where, you know, I'm not thinking about what to do next or who I should be talking to, who I got to get back to, all that good stuff. So I, I think meditation comes in a lot of forms, you know, not just. Yeah, the, I agree. I agree. Yeah, not just the traditional where you got to, you know, hold your fingers a certain way and sit pretzel style. Like, that's what people think, especially black folks, because we're ignorant. Uh, we think that's what meditation <laughs> Like, we, we gotta believe in Buddha in order to meditate. Like exactly, just that old way of thinking. But um, I'm gonna let, I'm gonna let Jimmy go ahead and uh, throw his throw his piece on that. I've never really uh, heard of that. Just thinking about it makes sense. I guess you know it's just looking for a peace of mind um, at a, at a space and time. So um, I could see basketball being that you know that safe space that that'll just free your mind. But I think the times when I can just sit down just be you know i think me and houston you know we talk about it it's like being up early in the morning like i think this is the best thing about being up in the morning is that you just don't hear as much as you do during the day it's it's just like complete almost complete silence it's like you can really focus in and hone in on what you're thinking in your head and that's a beautiful thing man like I don't really plan much. I, I know in my head, the way it looks for me is I, I know where point B is. I'm at point A. Right. I know how to get there, but I don't ever think about what exact steps I have to take to get there, if right. that makes any sense. So when I meditate, it's kind of a time for me to really think about what my goals are and what I want to accomplish and what I want to get done in this world and, and just kind of hone in on what exactly I need to be doing at the moment to reach that goal. It's a nice space. It's like just seeing everything that you put in your mind in 3D. It's like I could just see it all so much clearer right. when you do that. And so, yeah, it's a beautiful space for me. I, I appreciate it a lot. That brings me to my next topic, which I wanted to bring into it was, when did you start to realize that basketball is that safe place? And for Eustace, what was the point of where you said, all right, let me try meditating? Or what brought you to that? 2017, Thanksgiving Day, I tore my Achilles. You know, like for someone who didn't really get hurt throughout his career for the most part, um, you know, a couple ankle sprains here and there, you know, nothing wild. You know, I'll be back playing within a week. For me to lose that place that allowed me to just put everything on the side. Like, you know how you, you walk into open gyms and all that good stuff and you take everything you have and you just put it down. Like literally, whether it's your phone, your bag, your shoes, whatever it is, you, you pretty much shed it, get ready to get on the court and you just play without anything holding you back. So I had lost it. You know, like I tore, I, I tore it. Like I couldn't walk. As, as Kobe, RIP, used to explain it, like the shock absorbers in the back of your leg are just gone. So each time you step, there's nothing there. So you're not stepping, you're like falling. Just to give you an idea of like what that was like. So from there, when I realized it, this wasn't something I could just put some ice on, elevate it, wrap it up, and then get back on the court. This was something I literally had to, I, I couldn't play. I couldn't do anything. I couldn't walk hardly. Had to relearn how to walk. Definitely couldn't run. If I ran, it felt like there was a brick, like a, a not, like a center block, like 
60 pound center block on one leg while the other leg is just moving freely. So then I realized that basketball and sports in general was just something different. Like it wasn't just, you know, something to do with my friends where I didn't want to be productive, quote unquote. It was legitimately my place of peace. It was my place of respect. Like I didn't owe anybody anything except for my teammates, you know. I didn't owe anybody a single thing besides what I was doing in that moment. And once I lost it, you know, and it sucks because we really don't have to experience loss to, to change a dynamic in our lives. But it's, it's one of the best teachers available, you know. But I really wouldn't wish anyone uh, to take that route. But getting back to what I'm saying, um, just realizing that I didn't have that option and I wasn't my place to pretty much ground myself and really think clearly because I, I promise you I, my mind will be so clouded so clouded I won't even realize it's clouded and then once I get off the court I start thinking about all the things I said yes to and I'm just like oh nah we gotta I gotta text this person be like yeah I can't do it um <laughs> yeah, not, not gonna make it I gotta I gotta rectify some stuff because it's like you don't really realize in the heat of everything like okay like everything is moving everything is moving and then once you just do something so simple like playing the game of basketball and something so fun and so liberating you know, it kind of brings you back down. It, it just kind of just, it's like a woosah, you know, like like it's Mark like Lawrence did in Bad Boys 2. Yeah, like woosah. Um, once I didn't have it and I was forced to learn how to, in that silence, you're just thinking about all the things you could have did better or, you know, you, oh, I didn't have to play football that day, then I wouldn't have torn my Achilles, you know, like just you start thinking of so many negative things and then you start to make this shift. You don't really know when or why it happens when you just make this shift into thinking about absolutely nothing and it's a beautiful place like some some people go to the i, I like being around water so sometimes i even just go into that too. yeah yeah, yeah. Like the first, word and there's you know there's obviously a reason for that because we're made up of at least what like 80 percent of water so that's our common ground like the connection exactly so like sometimes i even catch myself in it like more times than not like if i'm not in like my little working space i'm in the bathroom with the water running that's why i pay my water bill super high for that reason alone i like like i go to parks you know i, I go by water like that, that's my place to be completely because if you look straight out into the ocean or a pond or lake and there's like nothing in near sight that's kind of like our minds like mm. it's almost never ending and you're just wow. yeah. out into it and it allows you to be like oh wow like me i was on a i have i went out of the country recently and i'm looking and i'm thinking about uh one of jimmy's uh former players kyrie irvin and how he says the world is flat i'm like you know what the world, the world is flat <laughs> just, you know, not 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 anything that's going to sway my day one way or another or, or it's going to affect me like right now just like that type of thing happens you know when you get into a place where, like you really enjoy meditation and being by yourself in a very controlled area or really, really an uncontrolled area, if you will, because in meditation was was a place that I had to learn that, you know, I can't do it. You can't do it with music. I feel like that that's a whole different therapy in itself. Like, I feel like meditation isn't like, I feel like music just shouldn't be in therapy. It's just, I, I don't know, um, because you're still I, listening to someone. You're yeah, still I agree. Yep. Interpreting. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. Like, you're still kind of like trying to figure out, oh, what do they mean by that verse? You know, so you're not really by yourself. And I think that's exactly. a lot of people too, where they don't want to be by themselves. So I know people who will go so much to always be busy, always be talking to someone to the point where they avoid that place of being absolutely alone. 
Nice, nice. I appreciate that. I'll have to repeat the question. That's my fault. That's my fault. No, 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 no. That's all good, man. That's all good, man. You had me going with that, with looking out into the ocean and, and that being like what our minds is. That's something that, that's special right there. Man, I, I was looking at the time change and I'm like, all right, I've been talking for like four or five minutes straight. I'm <laughs> nah, man, it's cool, man. Cool. It's, it's cool, man. It's cool, man. It's good. Really, just um, I kind of was forced into isolation in a way because um, last summer I was in a car accident. Well, you know, I was in a car, I was in a car accident, and I was out of work about six months, six months and a half. It was just, you know, my girl, she's my girl works, everybody in the house works, and they have her in school. So I was just really by myself, and I and I took that time really just really just you know that's the, that's the time I first started learning about self knowledge and stuff like that. Every time I kept reading on it, podcasting, talking to people about it, who had wisdom on it, they kept telling me you know like it's a good thing you're by yourself. You know you have to spend time with yourself. You know you should love yourself, and uh you, you know just hey hey your inner voice, hey yourself. You know, and at first it's like you know I'm like okay, I didn't it didn't really catch on to me so much until. After I really tried it, you know, like it was times I would just sit in a room by myself, you know, after studying and learning some self knowledge. And I would just, I would just blankly just sit down and close my eyes, you know, and just listen to that inner voice, you know. But at first, I actually asked my cousin, who's like kind of like a mentor to me, and I asked him, see, he also referred me to meditation. And I asked him, I'm like, you know, like it's just a bunch of thoughts bouncing all around. I'm like, you know, it's not working, it's not working, you know. And then he was like, no, it is. He said, like, you, he said, you're getting familiar with everything, you know, like you, you're getting familiar with everything that's around you. You know, or everything that was in the past and in the present. And at first it didn't make sense, but then it did, you know, because uh, like we talk about the time, we just want to go, we want to go, we want to go. Like nobody has time to slow down on mute, you know? That downtime I had, I needed that, you know, because it, because that was big for me for meditation as far as like me just listening to that inner voice, you know, me tuning into myself more, you know, where now, like, it has to be mandatory, you know, where if I get I get a full half in the morning and I get a half an hour before work, you know, and it's like mentor, I have to meditate because I'll feel off. You know what I'm saying? And because people don't people understand, like, uh, for the most part, once you step out that side that door, you know, it, that the outside force is real. You know, you get hit with everything, you know? And, like, it's definitely and highly important to just tune in yourself. Just, you guys, both of you seem like you kind of had tragic situations that kind of put you into that and kind of helped you move through that, that rough time with it. Fortunately, I guess you would say, I haven't had that happen and I think that I need to meditate more so maybe hopefully it doesn't get to that point to where I have to <laughs> right, 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 right. You know, so you're like why God might be like you know what you said you needed to do it you ain't doing it sit your ass down you know? right right hopefully you don't do that but, but that's um, literally how that works though because I promise you I was doing whether it was the team group playing on Vaughn um, I worked at the high school as a teacher assistant and then I was working at Dick Sporting Goods. I had a girlfriend, like I had so much going on. It just, nothing was really like, I was busy, but I wasn't progressing. You know what I'm saying? If you get those two confused, these these uh, millennials out here get that drink confused where it's like, like <laughs> they keep doing a lot, doing a lot, doing a lot. So, oh, I'm getting a lot done and you're really not. 100%, 100%. So the minute it's like, all right, cool. So you didn't want to take time. I try to slow you down. You know, you sprained your ankle a little bit. I right, cool. You can go back to playing. All right, I got you. Torn Achilles, bam. Now sit down. Learn. Yeah. Learn, learn to do what I told you to do now. You ain't got no choice. Yep. Yep. So. Yeah, 100%, man. 100%. And like, hey, right. Well, we, we all know that, you know, the God in that inner voice speaks to you best when you're alone. You know, at the end of the day, let's be real, Alex and Vaughn. Who speaks to you more than you? 
You know what I'm saying? That's a like, fact. We, we, have, we have so many thoughts, you know what I'm saying, in our mind yeah. every day, you know? And, like, it's important to listen to those thoughts, you know? Because, like, I know in my past, I used to just ignore it, you know, just be so focused on the outside. I'm like, no, you have to look within. You got to hear it, you know, because it's important. That's the true signal that guides you through your life, you know, if you listen to it. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of, I have always heard about it for when I was younger. It was, like, something... You know, growing up where we grew up, it was like, oh, that's that's some white people shit, or that's some, you know, yeah. some, you know, that's just some shit that we can do. Or like you said, you gotta believe in Buddha to do that, or some shit like that. I didn't really do it. Once I got older, I just I was in a place where I was dealing with, I was juggling a lot. I was juggling a lot. People I was around was saying, yo, man, like maybe you need some time alone. You know, maybe you need some time to just be by yourself like it seems like you're going from this person to that person and you're never really spending time by yourself and so you know one of the girls in my life at the time she was like she kind of reiterated that and she said it in a way like almost like I needed her and that's the last place I want to be is feeling like somebody feeling like they got some type of power over me like I need them or something like that and so, or even putting a burden on them. I was like, you know, it took me a while, but I was like, you know, let me, let me figure this out. You know, let me figure this out. If I really do need these people, why I feel like I need these people, if I feel like, if I do feel that way. And so I real. so then after that, a lot of times when I would go run errands, I would have somebody with me, whoever it was, whether it was my mom or a friend or, girl whoever then I just started going by myself I just started going food shopping by myself going to the, the going regular shopping clothes shopping by myself going taking rides to the park and shooting by myself like whatever it was I, whatever I did on a regular basis I just started doing it by myself I, it started to bring me back to a time when when I was in school I used to walk home and a lot of the kids, like when we had basketball practice, I, when it was regular, when we didn't have basketball, I had a couple friends to walk home with. But once basketball practice started on, not all teams and not all nights, but certain nights, a lot of the parents, a lot of the kids had parents who would come pick them up for after school and after practice, and, and I didn't have that. So it's like, yo, I gotta walk home by myself. You know, during that during basketball season, it get dark, four o'clock, five o'clock at night. Right. So I'm walking home in the dark by myself. I don't know how familiar you are with it, Alex, um, but you, you know, like in the 40s, when when you're leaving out the 40s and you get to that space where all the factories are. Yeah, um, life out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's dark over there. It's quiet. Don't be but one, maybe two cars don't, on that whole strip while you're walking it. During that strip, I used to just get into myself and just be just thinking of everything thinking about life and thinking about and that's when I thought I came up with my best ideas and kind of helped push me forward during that time during my my younger days and so it brought me back to those times where I was just comfortable well yeah and during those times I didn't have a phone you know so I was walking home no phone no nothing just complete silence and even if I had an iPod at the time but I never wanted to listen to my iPod and walk I don't know how people do that it's tough for me to be walking out in public and listening to something I need to understand what's going on I need to feel comfortable with hearing things somebody walking up behind me or whatever the case may be I was just in complete silence just by myself I started doing that and a part of meditation which I just added to recently was getting into the mode of not Alex you talked about having music playing is not really a part of therapy and I believe that 
because unless it's like maybe some acapella classical music maybe maybe you could get away with that really getting into not listening to nobody because because music is super powerful you know it's super, it'll sway your mood i know i used it to sway my mood one way or this way how many people oh, yeah. you know, listen to listen to certain songs before basketball games or listen to songs you know when they're going through something you know it's very powerful how it can sway how you feel or what you're thinking about at the moment so now i don't listen to any type of music throughout the week only listen to music on Saturday and Sunday and after work on Friday. So, um, word, word. That's crazy. Me too, bro. Try to make sure that I'm listening to myself and then being more in tune with myself and my thoughts. You know, this kind of brings me back to the conversation we were having about communication on the last podcast where I talked about how I'm comfortable being not speaking to somebody and that changed within the last few years. So that was during that time. That's what really changed it. I kind of went back to who I really was and more of me just feeling, being more comfortable being alone. Especially <laughs> what you were saying about the music, man, stop using music to justify your feelings. You know, if you feel a way, say you and your girl going through whatever, and you hear some good old 90s R&B, that does not mean go play 10 songs from the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> justify. Spice it up, spice it up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, come on, so that does not also mean you play some ultra, ultra ratchet music where it's like you go back on the computer. You know what I'm saying? You don't yeah. want that either. How do we bring awareness to the fact that these are not small that we could just overlook? You said like the you don't spend like you who talks to yourself more than you? And then if yeah. you don't talk to yourself, who talks to you? I mean, I know a lot of people who let Summer Walker talk to them all day, Meg the Stallion talk to them all day. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? RP, my boy. Um, whoever it might be, you listen to them all day. How they're feeling when they made that song seven, eight, nine, ten years maybe 20 years ago is exactly how you're feeling and then you're wondering why like yo i don't know why i'm in a bad mood today like i just yeah today's not going my way you know just today something about today blah 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 just backtrack to when you woke up this morning you rolled over you scrolled through something so you didn't give you a chance to you know pretty much acclimate yourself to the day so there's that you also heard that drake and future drop a new song so you immediately turned that joint on and now day has already pretty much grabbed you before you even stepped outside. Is that a hundred percent, bro? The piggyback, the piggyback on what you were just saying is that I you're absolutely right. Like people understand one thing. Like people ask me all the time, how do I win my day? How do I win my day? And you gotta realize the steps to everything in life is those and everything. So you have to win your morning, you know. So but Alex, what you're saying, you're absolutely right. So that's why when I, when you wake up in the morning, you, you shouldn't grab your phone. You shouldn't, you shouldn't go on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. You shouldn't just click the new. You should wake up and just spend some quality time to yourself. I'm trying to say either it's your religious, you want to pray, either, you know, meditate, you know, or you just want to just everything out, you know, but it's definitely important to spend that time by yourself. A lot of people got to uh, realize that. And one thing I do love about meditation is that it's really about self, you know, but not only about self, it's about how you can give to yourself and give to others, you know, because that's all like a, uh, when we speak all the time, I always say you, you only give what you have. If I give hate, I have that on myself. If I give love, I have that on myself, you know? Mm-hmm. So you have to, you have to, you have to empower yourself, power your environment, you know what I'm saying? Empower others, you have to, you know? So that's why I love uh, meditation because it's about self, you know, about just, you know, and not only that, it's not only about just observing and listening, it's about relationship because a lot of people understand that, I use me for example, like I know I've been living with myself for 25 years and 
sometimes I feel so distant from my own stuff. You know what I'm trying to say? So like meditation brought me close. People gotta realize that as well. You know, it's about that connection, about relationship. So one just not always just listen, observing. You know, so it's a lot that comes with it. But overall, it is about stuff. If you empower yourself and you have knowledge of yourself, you see the good things in yourself. You're gonna, you're always gonna give stuff to people because you see it in yourself. If you don't have that in yourself, you don't see yourself. You only give what you have. You know, so that's why meditation is important because it starts with you before you affect anything or anybody else. Very powerful. Everything that you kind of just spoke about is leading me right into the next thing. Or make sure that everybody can get some type of information on how because I know there's some people out there listening that that participate in meditating on a regular just like we do I want them to feel more comfortable and maybe they are having a problem with giving it off to somebody else giving the knowledge off to somebody else and trying to introduce somebody else to meditating me personally I had a small little conflict with my mom one morning we I came and I was downstairs and I was just sitting by myself in the kitchen and I think I might have been eating something by myself and I was you know like I said nice quiet early morning and she woke up and she she woke up I didn't hear anything in the, in her room all I heard was her come outside come out to the living room and turn the tv on and I was sitting in the kitchen the kitchen and the, living room are pretty much you know that you can hear the kitchen from the living room so no doors closing at all so i'm like you know ma like why why you gotta turn that on first thing in the morning like if she goes straight yeah. to the news and it's, i don't really want to hear nothing at all no less the news or whatever and then she was like well i want to see the weather in the morning and i was like ma you, i know you got a smartphone <laughs> you know, it's 2020, like, I think it was right about 2019 at the time. I know, you like, you, there's other ways to get that information. Like, you don't have to listen to the news to get the to get the weather. You know, we got into a little, she, she was kind of upset by it and took offense to it. And, and I apologize for maybe coming off wrong and not, not being as tactful. But what do you think is a good way or have been successful ways to introduce meditating to not only your friends and family but even if you're not looking for kids and nieces and nephews in your life or whatever the case may be little cousins how do you introduce it to them at such a young age because they're the most bouncy around jumping around and if they can hold in on focusing on themselves at such a young age I think that that could be extremely beneficial as far as them kind of mapping out and being comfortable with themselves. 100%, man, I agree. And uh, I do introduce it to Dan and everybody I meet, man, you know, I just, you know, you know me, and, I, and uh, like anything I know, I just, I support it out, you know, like I like to give any way I can. As far as kids, yeah, you know, I, I tell a newborn, so she's not gonna be, uh, she don't have that mind state yet. Uh, my son is five years old, and I don't really send down and meditate, but what I do with him is I get him familiar uh familiar with it so uh, what i mean by that is that like every time he, every day he comes home from school i ask him you know i i always talk to him like uh, hunter say five things good about yourself i'm a genius i'm the best school kid in the world i'm a hero i'm i'm this i'm that and then that okay cool and i always tell him i'm like you know you don't have to be scared to be alone and i tell him it's okay to, it's okay to be different you know, you know like that's the great thing you know, and I, and I always tell him, like, he's playing soccer in the backyard the other day. And I was asking him, you know, say, say eight things about yourself, say three big things about yourself. And I was telling him, you know, I was like, Hunter, that voice inside is real. You know, you got to listen to it. So 
what I'm doing is just preparing for it, you know. So now when he's uh, like 10 years old, we go a little deeper, you know. It's the step by, you know, it's level certain step by step. So now he's 13, 14, uh, whatever age, you know, it's not a number on it, you know, where, where he really uh, mastered for him, he's going he, he's to just flow, you know, everything's going to align. He's like, okay, I've been doing it, you know. I, I've been doing it, you know, I've been talking to myself, I've been saying five things about myself, I've been, I, I'm, sorry, I'm not scared, you know, especially at that age is big. You know, because yeah. like around four or five years old, I think, you know, he's start kindergarten. A lot of things, a lot of things start, not everything, a lot of things start, you know? So like, uh, I just, I just like, you know, just put that in his head a lot, you know? So when, when he comes to that time when he does do it, it's like one, two, three, you know what I'm saying? Because right now we're gonna train the wheels. And then when, once you sit down and you really you sit down and you meditate, all you do with the basketball or whatever, you know, it's like, okay, cool. I just took the training wheels off, you know? And so, yeah. so, so, you know, like he always comes to work kind of uptight. I, I just let him know, I'm like, you know, sometimes you could just spend some time by yourself, you know, and just like just tune in. And I like to say meditate a lot because unfortunately, I like to write and uh, and going. A lot of people, especially in our uh, our race, they think that it's like Buddha, you Japanese, small eyes, yeah, you're yeah, throwing yeah. in the air. So like, so so so, so I, I realize wordplay is everything, and I try to just like change it up. So I just like you know, yo, sometimes you can spend time with yourself, you know, and just tune into yourself, you know, and just you know, and then like I just in different ways, you know, so they could, and hopefully, you know, I'm saying eventually work for them that way, you know. They me staying meditating and like oh no i'm not doing this thing and that you know it's just like yeah, it's important yeah. it's unfortunate it's unfortunately really sad how things that really do help and work out we see it it's ironic how we do that we see things and do it the opposite but yeah, that's another story you know doing the same thing as far as not saying meditate but just saying exactly you know, exactly exactly just spend time alone you know just it's okay to spend time alone it's okay to disengage from your phone and get away from everything so yeah that's some I always learn that from you too, like the way you humble, you have patience, you know, like I, I really look up to you and I a lot for that and like, and, and being vegan, like you never told me, you, and you always say, so you never forced any, none of your friends or even me like that, and that's key, you know, so. I be trying to educate these little, little jiggers all, all the time. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, it'd be it'd be frustrating low key because uh yeah you know, migraines <laughs> yeah yeah man sometimes you be wanting to just take a step back it's like all right y'all not listening i kind of disconnected myself from the feeling of oh this person didn't take my advice or this person isn't listening let me just stop saying it because that's how i used to be it'd be like all right this person's not listening so i'm just not gonna share with anybody why would i do that so now yeah. i kind of just give it freely because I'm not, I'm not given an expectation of, oh, wow, you know, you, you're very well-spoken. You know what you're talking about. You have knowledge. Like, I no longer do it for the recognition or the validation behind it. So I'm able to just, hey, you know, if I see a kid or I, I coach two basketball teams, you know, the, the oldest one of my teams is 16, the youngest is nine. That's a, a big range between ages and different dynamics. It's challenging, but it's good because it allows me to give them the same knowledge, but kind of deliver it differently. Because a nine-year-old isn't going to hear it the same way a fifteen-year-old hears it. Fifteen-year-old hears it as in, "Oh, you just one of those. You just you sound like my parents. You know, like, oh, get off my phone, all this other stuff." A nine-year-old might hear it more like, "Oh, you mean like this? Like, you know, like you know how a child, if if a child has been given the space to be exploratory or even just wander without being so, like, get back over here, put that down. You know, like yeah. so quick to hear that." They, they have this natural intuitive mind that just kicks in where they're like oh i mean do you mean like this or or like that you know it just allows them to to ask questions and it's like yeah you know kind of like this but not like this type of thing so with that i'm able to give certain kids that lane of like hey you know give yourself some time like don't always 
be so quick to, you know, if eight of your friends are going over here, don't be the ninth one. Be like, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna just stay back today. I'm not saying be completely like a lonesome and you know just like be your own person. Like you can be. Don't get me wrong, but you know it's harder for kids, especially nowadays. I don't know if you guys have noticed how a lot of kids wear like they have the same haircut. You know what I'm saying? Oh my they god! The, they got <laughs> yeah, the twisties. Yeah. The twisties, yeah, twisties the little, little, little mini afro. Yeah. <laughs> and then they grow the braids out. <laughs> you know, I mean, not to say that we kind of weren't the same way, whether it was with waves or anything like that, but yeah. but you know how easy it is for you to want to dress and be like your friends. You know, like it, it happens, you know, some more than others. But I just get so excited talking about things that can actually help people. Where, Me too, bro. It just takes me like, damn, get deep every time. Oh, <laughs> yeah, let me talk about the food we eat. Like, <laughs> like, like, let me jump into it. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, we thank you for tuning into this week's episode of For the Community Podcast. Last week, we had some technical difficulties, but that's okay, because we're back now. We're back and we're better, and we got uh, <laughs> all those issues handled. But for the episode today, if you want to follow or talk to any of us further, you already know where to find information. It's going to be in the episode description. Feel free to find us on Twitter, IG, LinkedIn. Um, I think a couple of us are on Christian Mingle. You can look there. But uh, with that, thank you for tuning into this week's episode.